<laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> if you don't know, the first layer has the wafer underneath. The second layer is the juice. It's very easy to hand out communion like this and very sanitary. And some people go, wow, I've never seen this before. <laughs> but it works very well because our point is not to glorify the elements. Our point is to glorify Jesus. We take communion to glorify him. So as, as we just talked about forgiveness, course, communion is the high example of forgiveness. We recognize what Jesus did for us and, and we show by taking communion that we belong to him. We show that we're in him. We show that he's in us. We take the bread as a symbol of the fact that we are in Christ and he is in us and we have been forgiven. But before, you, before we take today, since we've just talked about forgiveness, we've just talked about forgiving those who've hurt us and, and wounded us in some capacity, I just want us to all take a moment. If there's anybody that maybe during the message, you, you were like, man, yeah, I, I, that person really hurt me and I've been holding on to that grudge. I've been holding that against that person. I just want us to take a moment. If there's anybody that's that's come up in your mind that I need to forgive that person, do it now. Do it now. So take a moment. I'm going to take a moment. Let's everybody take a moment. If there's anybody you need to forgive, talk to God and say, I forgive that person completely, God. Amen. Take a moment. Corinthians chapter 11 
starting in verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's give thanks for the broken body of Jesus. Jesus, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you that you came and you paid the price for us. And you took the beating that we deserved. You took the crown of thorns on your head we deserved. They plucked out your whiskers. They beat you out to beyond recognition, as Isaiah said. Couldn't even be recognized. You were beaten. Your body was so broken for us. You paid the price for our healing. And we don't make light of it. We receive what you did. We thank you for what you did. We thank you that you took the punishment for us. So right now, as we take this bread, we believe, Lord, that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. According to the word of God, we thank you for healing. And thank you for healing us, Jesus. Let's take the bread together. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 25, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let's give thanks for the blood. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you allowed yourself to be crucified. You could have called the angels of God to get you off the cross, but you allowed yourself for your blood to be shed for us. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. As the Bible says, you shed your blood. You were the perfect, sinless, spotless lamb of God, the sacrifice that needed to be made. And you took it upon yourself. And you said, I'll go and I'll be crucified and I'll, I'll have my blood shed so they can be forgiven. So we do this in remembrance of you. We thank you for your blood shed for us. We thank you for forgiveness of sin. We thank you for washing us clean. We thank you, Father, that you sent Jesus for us. We thank you for the forgiveness that you gave us by the blood, through the blood of our Lord Jesus. We give you praise and thanks for forgiveness today, our God. Let's take the cup together. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for forgiveness. Thank you, Lord. We are forgiven and we forgive. We don't hold the grudge. We don't hold the pain. We release. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
that's a message that will change lives today. As we go forward from here, as we, as we head out into our life, this week even, I'm sure we're all going to have the opportunity to hold on to a hurt, to hold on to a pain, to be offended. But remember, remember what Jesus did for you. Remember what you deserved and what he gave you. And don't hold on to that hurt because it's going to hurt your prayer. It's going to hurt my prayer if, if we hold on to that hurt, if we hold on to that pain. Come on. Soon as it happens, let it go. Let it go. It's not even worth contemplating for a minute. Come on, some guy streams at you when you get off the bus. <laughs> you can just forgive him. God bless you. Some guy screams at you at the store. For whatever reason, I, I couldn't think of a reason for person to scream at the store. <laughs> Those who know, know. <laughs> Come on, we just release him. Forgive him. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Jesus said, right? On the cross, he looked down, the people just crucified him. Forgive them, Father, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. Amen. If you don't know Jesus today, you're here online, you've, you've never made Jesus your Lord, I implore you to make Jesus your Lord. There's only one way to come into the kingdom of God, and that's through Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but through me. He gave us, God gave us the road to heaven. He showed us the way to get to heaven. He showed us the way to walk into God's presence. He showed us the way. If we reject the way, then we can't go there. Because if I tell you how to get to my house, I say, you got to take this road, you got to come up this road, and then you pull in that road, and you're there. You say, I don't care. I don't want to go that way. You say, uh, you're not going to come to my house then. I want to take a different road to your house. No, you can't take a different road. That's the only road to my house. You guys know there's only one road. There's one road to my house. You don't get to my house. You, don't, you take a different road. You ain't going to get there. <laughs> Come on. There's one road into heaven. There's one road into the presence of the living God, and it is Jesus. That's why he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. We have to receive forgiveness of sin. Through Jesus, we call him Lord. All sin, the wage of sin is death, eternal death, separation from God. There's only one answer. While we were sinners, sinners, Christ died for us. But if we confess with our mouth, what does that do? You confess with your mouth from your heart that Jesus is alive, he has risen, and he is Lord. You come out of the kingdom of darkness and you come to the kingdom of God. Because right now, if you're without Jesus, Satan is your Lord. Only way to come out of there is to make Jesus your Lord. So if Jesus is not your Lord, and you say, I believe, I believe Jesus is alive. I believe he is alive right now. And I want to make him Lord of my life. I want to lay down my life and take up his life. I wanna, I wanna follow after Jesus for the rest of my life. I'm giving my life to Jesus today. If that's you, pray this prayer after me right now. Say, dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. 
I repent of all works of darkness. I want nothing to do with the kingdom of darkness. I want in your kingdom, God. And now I know the way is Jesus. I call Jesus Lord. I believe he is alive right now. And he's seated at your right hand. And he is the soon coming king. So thank you, Father, for eternal life. Thank you, Father, for making me a new creation. In Christ, my life is yours. I belong to you. Teach me your ways, show me your ways, and I will follow. I will walk in them. I will do them and give you glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer the first time today, you become a new creation in Christ. I always tell new Christians and old Christians to do seven things. If you want to grow up, if you want to be a disciple, first of all, tell someone Jesus is your Lord. Don't be bashful. Don't be ashamed of telling someone Jesus is my Lord. Because Jesus said, if you confess me before man, I'll confess you before my Father, which is in heaven. But if you deny me before man, I'll deny you before my Father, which is in heaven. So very important to tell someone Jesus is your Lord. Secondly, devour the Word of God. If you want to grow up, you got to have food, and this is your spiritual food. you got to devour it. Thirdly, get in an on-fire church. Don't be in a lukewarm church. Be in an on-fire church in these last days. Jesus said, if you're lukewarm, I have to spit you out of my mouth. Fourthly, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Two greatest gifts I've ever received is salvation through Jesus Christ and being baptized in the Holy Spirit. According to what Jesus said to do, he said, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And in Acts 2, they were, and they all spoke with tongues and prophesied. If you haven't done that yet, get on it and get it done. Amen. You got to go after these things. That's where most Christians, a lot of Christians miss it is they don't go after the things of God. They just expect God to drop things on them. And God says, come after me. Seek me while I may be found. Fifthly, start serving. Don't be just a talker, be a doer. Sixthly, worship and pray and praise as much as possible. That develops your relationship with God. Talk to God, praise God, worship God throughout your day. Develop your communion with the Father. Amen. Which we've been talking about through this whole series is prayer and how to pray. Seventh, remember that you belong to Him. Right? Once we're saved, we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to Him. So whatever He says goes. That's why Jesus is Lord. Amen. When Jesus is Lord of our lives, that means He's Lord. Just like the landlord, when the landlord says, uh, I don't want you to paint my house. You say, okay, I won't. Amen. I've been there, right? Renting and the, I said, man, I want to paint this thing. They're like, no, I don't want you to paint it. Okay, you're the landlord, I'm not. So when Jesus says, this is what I need you to do, we say, yes, Lord. Amen. If you do those things, you're on your way to be a mature disciple of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. We thank you. You're so good to us. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for eternal life. We thank you, Lord. You forgave us of all sin and we forgive those who sin against us. We forgive them. We learned that today, Lord. We're going to do it. We're not just going to be hearers. We're going to be doers. And as you said, Father, as Jesus said, when you pray, forgive. So we forgive when we pray as you said to do, Father. And our prayers will be heard and our prayers will be answered. We thank you for that, Father. 
We give you the praise today, all the glory. I don't take any glory. I don't take any credit because I know without you, I deserve hell. But with you, because of Jesus, I have eternal life. So we don't take any praise, no glory to any man in this place. Only God gets the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you the glory, Father. And the church said, amen.